Hey, just want to take a quick break from this episode so I could tell you guys about how I just launched my new Patreon page. If you don't know about Patreon, it's a great way for people to support creators with a monthly subscription. Becoming a Patreon supporter can even come with a few perks, like early access to new episodes and getting special shout outs on the podcast. I've recently started working part time at my job so I can focus more time and energy on the podcast and YouTube channel. So any support would be massively appreciated and it helps me towards my hope of making this my full time job someday. So if you want to help support me in that, please head over to patreon.com slash hoop theory. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash hoop theory. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome to the Donovan Mitchell episode of the Hoop Theory Podcast, aka episode 45. My name is Logan Wortman, and today, as usual, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Jacob Roth. Jacob, how's it going? It is going fantastic for me. A little bit, a little bit toasty, as it is across, uh, I think, a large portion of the United States. Mm-hmm. But it's finally cooled down a little bit. This past week, we were looking at heat indexes of like 1, 105. And for us, that's not normal. That's mm-hmm. not even close to normal. We're not in like a Phoenix where it's like hundreds, no big deal. It was, yeah. it was warm, but I survived. We made it through and uh, it's been a great two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And does that uh, have to do with the Jalen Brown contract at all? For all of the, yes, he can't go left and he struggles to dribble sometimes either direction. <laughs> and he has sometimes shown that in bright lights he struggles, but he also is awesome. <laughs> I don't know. That's... I just uh, I didn't know what else the Celtics did. I like that Brad Stevens did not move on the player option. He refused, so it is a team option in the fifth year. Oh, it's which a team I like. Option. Okay, I didn't even but know that. But there's the detail. trade kicker. Where like he gets like a bunch of money from the Celtics if he gets traded on top he, of like getting the contract. He uh, gets like an extra bump if he yeah. gets traded. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't affect me as a fan at all. That's just Celtics ownership paying more money, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't care. But uh, the not budging on the no, because for everyone that was all mad when I said I worded it cr- poorly in our last podcast when I said. There's nothing trade related that will happen with Jalen Brown's contract. I didn't think of trade kicker, but he was not eligible for a no trade clause because you have to oh, be in the league yeah. for eight years and a member of that team for four before you can get the no trade clause. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I was okay. It's the biggest contract in NBA history. Is Jalen Brown worth the biggest contract in NBA history? No, but yeah. in four years, when the next like wave of everybody. Or five, it'd be five years. Once everyone that is still in the league now goes through and gets their big extensions that they all deserve, and Jalen's on the last year of his contract, will it equate to what he's supposed to be getting? Probably. I I don't I don't know if I agree with that because all the these other people that will be signing those deals are all on a different level from Jalen Brown. Like, what player worse than Jalen Brown is going to be signing to a supermax? You know what I mean? Like there might be, I'm not saying there's not going to be, but it just seems like 
he very well could be for the majority of this deal be like very vastly under what he's being paid value wise. Is but is there a chance that he like grows into it? There's like, a chance. Hypothetically, all he has to do is stop trying to dribble the basketball, and he's like almost there. Take all of the energy and dribbling that he wastes and spend it on off ball and on ball defense because he's never been great at off ball defense. It's always been the on ball stuff. Yep, he's like a predator. He has his eyes very. He has tunnel vision. He doesn't see the things around him. It's kind of like yeah. how he plays on offense too. And like literally physically, I've noticed this before, like looking at him and Tatum, his eyes physically are like more narrow and closer together on the front of his face. Oh. It's like he's, his focus is so much more narrow than wide. But that's, that's like just a, a theory. A double entendre, <laughs> but yeah. not with words. Mm-hmm. With, but anyway, <laughs> that's actually interesting. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, you're kind of right. Yeah. Um, I saw a picture of him without a beard and without the the, the flat top. He had a buzz mm-hmm. and I think it was Photoshop. Wild to look at. Didn't feel right. Isn't that Didn't, what he has right now? A beard when a buzz? No, the buzz I've gotten used to, but the beardless and the buzz? He has like oh, no beardless. chin. I thought you beardless. said beard. No beard. Oh. No beard okay. and buzzed. Because I didn't for see a long that. time he was the the stack top. Yeah. Not actually mm-hmm. that dramatic, but it was pretty dramatic at one point, I think. Not like Jalen Shump or wow, Jalen Shumpert. Amon Shumpert. But well, it's not even a buzz. It's the or maybe it's a buzz now because it was dreads for the playoffs. I think it's probably still dreads. Um, like corn cornrows, right? Yeah, like not braids. Sorry, corn. Yeah, cornrow braid things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, not really yeah. cornrows, but braids. Yeah, I see it now. I, They're I'm like stupid. sideways. I don't. I don't know what anything's called. I'm dumb. <laughs> Dreads are not. I know those aren't dreads. Now that I say, I'm just stupid. I apologize. Yeah, no. Um, they're not like um, uh, Damari Carroll had dreads. Uh-huh. We we were talking about him. I don't remember why we were talking about. Him. Oh no, I remember why I heard Damari Carroll recently because he was a guest when you played the NBA crossover puzzle thing. Yeah. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, listener, head on over to YouTube.com. Hoop <laughs> theory. Yep. It's like a exactly. Easiest three minutes of your life. Uh-huh. It's very enjoyable. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, that's also, a good I shout out. Disappointed in you. That yeah, Jeff I didn't Green, do very well. You, you claimed that Jeff Green, his longest stretch was with the Grizzlies? I took that back pretty fast. but You did. That's true. I'm not uh, sure where. It was definitely the, the uh, Celtics, but it wasn't continuous. Right? Yeah. He's been on the Celtics oh. multiple times. Um, but also. If you need context, I already told you where to go, but YouTube Hoop or Theory. TikTok or, or TikTok. any of those places. I, I don't have TikTok because I'm a boomer, but <laughs> any of those places, it's the place to go. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm I am content with it. I don't I'm I'm sad. I don't love it, but I'm also like I would rather have this than lose him forever. And we talked about like there's like a tier list of like how well guys work together, like. Your dream scenario is when you have like a Kobe Shaq. Those two people's play styles, they both kind of want the ball, but like they don't affect each other in terms of their efficiency all that bad. Jamal Murray and Jokic is like yeah. like they just work. Yeah. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are not near as detrimental to each other as like Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons were. Yeah, because they take up space on the perimeter versus space on the inside like 
Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid where there's a lot less space. Um, and I just feel like event maybe if I just I want this I feel like Jalen Brown has never been used a hundred percent properly because the Celtics have never had the like facilitator and we've talked about this a zillion times they've never had like a a pure point guard I don't like to score I'd rather have ten assists than ten points type of point guard they haven't mm-hmm. had that during his time as a Celtic and I feel like he's a type of player that would very much like that maybe not in his brain but as his play style removing the him having to like dribble a lot away from him and not make him be that guy because that's kind of sort of what the Celtics did sometimes. I mean, yeah, they kind of have to, yeah. In yeah order so, to and that won't change them. this year, but but maybe next offseason it'll change or Jason Tatum turns into more of a – that's another little skill set he can turn on every once in a while. but Which I think he's growing fine. in that. He's growing. Which, and that's one thing that I do like is – I do not think we've seen the best version of Jalen Brown at all. Like they, both of the guys, both the Jays like get better every year. Part of it is inflated due to like usage and things like that. If you want to go down that whole rabbit hole, they don't with make Brown. These ju- with Brown mm-hmm. specifically Tatum, I think actually is like turned into like a different, uh, he, he deserves to be fourth in the MVP voting or at least top five in MVP voting. Like he's that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, there's very few times is Jay, uh, Jason Tatum not the best basketball player on the court. Yeah, that's well, probably like, true. For the Sixers Celtics series, Jason Tatum was the best player, and that's mm-hmm. why the Celtics won in seven. But that's just yep. what it was. Um, like there was moments where James Harden was the best player best by miles. Player. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there was times Two where games. Joel Embiid never really looked like the best player on the court. But no. in moments, not to take anything away, but uh, that's yeah. rehashing a. Shouldn't be MVP, but <laughs> and it's hard because you have to like turn your brain off and forget about everything that happens in the playoffs. Like for the for the point of the award, you have to. Yeah, and that's just difficult when you like look at the disparity between the guy who got first and second and how they performed in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. yeah, for those that don't know, uh, Nikola Jokic, kind of this low key guy, uh, center for the Nuggets. Uh, <laughs> He he was uh, second second place for MVP voting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I kind of feel like going back to the Jalen Brown thing. Um, I kind of feel like the Celtics didn't really have like a a good option out of this scenario, out of the situation they're in. Um, just with how the All NBA bonus works for Supermax deals, like he his I'm pretty sure his. Uh, total max went from 253 million over five years all the way up to 304 million over five years just because he made all NBA this year um which is pretty nuts and he he goes from like decently affordable like contract that doesn't look too bad to like that's way too much you know what i mean and it i don't know for the reason why i kind of feel like I would prefer that the NBA bonus wouldn't exist is because situations like this, where you have a player around Jalen Brown's caliber, where he's like, he's hovering around the uh, top 15 in the league when he's at his very best. And if you, especially if you have a season where big guys at his position, like KD and LeBron and people like that are missing a lot of games and stuff like that, then he can very easily sneak in there onto a third team. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's, he's worth 
yeah, he's worth way more than he should be. And um, uh, also it kind of makes it so like fans of this player and of this team are kind of actively rooting against him actually making all NBA for a season. You know what I mean? I don't know if there people really are, but there is at least some incentive to be like, hopefully he he doesn't doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. So this situation wouldn't happen. And he's good enough to the point where since he's, he's been on all NBA and you know, that is what his max is theoretically. um, He can feel slighted by the team for not offering it to him, especially with the rest of the rest of the history of like his relationship with the Boston franchise um, on top of it. So I feel like if they would have not offered him the contract that would have sealed the fate sealed of, it. it would have been over. Yeah. Um, he, he, whether that be a trade demand this season or him just walking in free agency next year. Um, I think Damian Lillard is a Celtic. If, if, if they would not have reached an agreement because the way that I would have looked at it is he wants to be gone. Dame won't be here. Want to be here forever. Dame will still play basketball, so let's just go win a title mm-hmm. with Damian Lillard and just deal with the consequences of him wanting to be done and not being happy down the road. Yeah. Because you just take one unhappy player and then get a better unhappy player that costs less money. Mm-hmm. And or Portland more money because would... you didn't pay him, but... Yeah. But, so Portland would be... If you know if they were to get Jalen Brown in a deal like that, um, you think they're trying to be good or they're they're trying to just rebuild? I don't know because I think Portland, after losing Dame, will still be closer to good than most teams are when they lose the equivalent of Damian Lillard. Like they drafted his replacement that needs a couple years to cook, but is pretty close. What team would they be better in in the West? Let me pull up the standings. Because I just kind of feel like the West is like everybody. No, the West maybe is the crazy, Rockets. So. I could see the Rockets maybe, but still, like the Rockets are a lot better now with um, all the players they signed. No, that's uh, true because the, the Rockets took a big jump. The Spurs took a big jump. Jazz, they're probably worse than – not probably, they are worse than. Um, Mavericks, they're worse than. Yeah, the, the West is just wild. Like the yeah. more and more you think about it. The West and is wild. So, like, I guess if they're if it's a team that's trying to rebuild and, and be bad, I feel like that they that team probably wouldn't mind signing Jalen Brown to that big of a deal. But because you know the catch is a team that would be theoretically trading for Jalen Brown if you guys hadn't signed that deal would be put in the same exact situation that the Celtics were just just got themselves out of. You, you get what I mean? So like, maybe it for less. No, it would be the same because his uh, in the trade you get his bird rights. If you you're traded on your current contract, the bird rights is with oh, the new team that just traded. They transfer. Mm-hmm. The only time bird rights is different is when your contract ends and you sign with when a new team. When you're a free agent, as of, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. okay. So they would have to be you know in the same situation, and so I I get I think if it's a team that is trying to rebuild like that, that would make more more sense because mm-hmm. they don't mind putting all that money into a guy when they're not trying to win a championship, you know? Uh, but for other teams, I just feel like his trade value goes down a bit from where you would think Jalen Brown's trade value would be because 
people know, like uh, the team that trades for him knows they would have to face this same this insane amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, or lose him for nothing. (laughs) So, or lose him for nothing. But I think the right move was what you guys did, to be honest. Um, And it's like a guy that, hearing uh it's a guy that fits already knows like what's going on it it just is less hemorrhaging of emotion for celtics fans brad stevens yeah. has us in mind um and then jalen brown had to just re-aggravate the pain talking about marcus smart and being like he's a brother he's a i'm like i want to die <laughs> the clippers are my lead like the clippers longtime listeners before it was even hoop theory will remember the corner of shame Clippers in the corner of shame for sure mm-hmm. for not taking Malcolm Brogdon. And apparently Malcolm Brogdon's mad. They tried to trade him and they've had to have conversations to try to mend the relationship. But uh, I'm just still bummed. Brogdon, you're saying? Yes, the, with Malcolm Brogdon, apparently. Mm. No, but the Clippers are in the corner of shame because they expressed interest in Malcolm Brogdon after the trade didn't happen. They're like, well, maybe it'd be <laughs> nice to have him. Yeah. I still have Marcus Smart then, you a-holes. Yeah, that is true. Oh. It would have been much better, <laughs> much better of a move. But it's I fine. still think you're set up pretty well. No, still... it's not like we're a bad team now. <laughs> Far from that, yeah. Like the opposite of bad. Yeah. Pretty good. Oh, Jalen Brown three. is actually almost 27. He'll be turning 27 in less than 100 days. He's a little bit older than I thought. Was he two? Um, I thought he was one and done at Cal. He might have not been just one and done at Cal. He might have been two, yeah. But anyways, um, I guess, are we done with Jalen Brown talk? I, I can't remember if we got to all we wanted to get to with him. I Yeah, I I feel like that's the, the, the best thing that the Celtics could have done they did. Mm-hmm. Brad Stevens proved yet again – Pretty good at the whole GM thing or president of basketball operations or whatever their fancy title is. Yeah. Like, I feel like, is there a single team that has that? Like, sometimes it's GM, sometimes it's president of basketball operations, sometimes it's p- p- director of player. I, I'm making that one up, but like, I feel like there's like eight titles that all mean GM. Um, I think it's, I think, I am not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure most teams have a basketball like a president of basketball operations and a GM. It's just some it's teams kind of, have doubled up. Um, no, like every team has both of those I'm saying. Okay. But, but like there's usually one guy in the room at all, all of these teams that is more of the player personnel guy. That's like making those decisions. Like sometimes with a team that's the GM, um, because the president of basketball operations delegates that to him. And instead he's more in charge of like hiring training staff and coaches and like all the things that go around. Cause the president of basketball operations is technically the GM of like every employee of the organization. Mm-hmm. And a general manager is like overseeing just the roster construction. So it's kind of arbitrary, which people we decide to make the face of each team. It's kind of like a media thing. Like if once media starts talking about like, oh, this is the guy that we think is making decisions with this team, that guy's face gets is like, oh, that's the GM. Like with the Spurs, they're probably the least like the most ambiguous team of like who who really calls the shots with the Spurs is like because Greg Popovich is technically the 
president of basketball operations, but RC Buford is the general manager. A lot of people like it. It sounds like RC Buford makes a lot of the player personnel decisions, but Mm -hmm. also all of it has to go through Greg Popovich as well. So yeah, just things like that. But like Lawrence Frank, I'm pretty sure is the general manager. I want to say at the Clippers and then Jerry West is the president of basketball ops. I might have that mixed up. The Celtics do not have a general manager. Oh, they don't. And that's not listed. They have general counsel, a finance manager, facilities manager, and human so resources manager, basketball ops. and Brad is the president of basketball operations. I knew that's what Brad Stevens was, but I didn't know. Or is there like a player or something? There's no, they don't really organize this very well when you're yeah. scrolling through. It's, I've tried to research things like this before. They, there's not a great place that has all this information, but. Okay. Um, so I guess there's a director of player personnel. It's David Lewin. Okay, but so he probably, I mean, he might, and he, he makes micro he, decisions type of thing. and, and Yeah, because it's Brad doing all of the players. All things. of the decisions like has, have outside, to be executed by him at least. It appears that Brad is the one that does all of it, but maybe it's not. Maybe Lewin's doing more because apparently before he was the director of player personnel for the Boston Celtics, the main red clause came up a weird amount during this podcast. Um, yeah. He was the GM of basketball operations. The GM of basketball operations? The general manager of basketball operations for the main red clause. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. I th- And again, I think that most of these, it's like, it's kind of hard to say like, oh, it's just this guy versus just this guy. Like if you're actually there inside the organization, it'll probably seem more like it's a group it's, kind of yeah. thing. Like well, no, people are collaborating. Those, you watch the drafts and there's war rooms where guys are saying – what do you know on this guy? What do you know on this guy? And everybody's talking. And and just because there's the one guy that calls, you're talking to Brad Stevens of Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. We're going to take you with this pitch. That worked for you. Which I, I've never, speaking of that, I've never understood why they ask. Ask what? If it's okay? Hey, you mind if we take you with this pick? Why wouldn't what? they ask? Why would they? Just like, Be- hey, we're taking you with this pick. Welcome to the. The, the, okay. the Celtics. Why would they want to draft somebody that that doesn't want to play for them? They're asking because they're like, do you want to play for us? Because we don't want to draft I feel you like you don't want to play know, for us. I feel like you know that before. Yeah, typically. But I, I, do they like, ask Did Brandon Miller time? pick up the phone? I've almost never seen a video where they didn't ask. I don't think Michael Jordan asked him, did he? He just said, welcome to the team or something like that. Well, no, I'm just, I guess, because they wouldn't know the answer. Honestly, keep it buck, not really. Let me go to Houston. Yeah, and also I think that call was before or it was after the pick was already made, too. Pretty sure. Oh, that call with him and Brandon Miller. I want to say because yeah, because he was already wearing the Charlotte hat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just I just like I'll never like the Cowboys uh, war room is what they call it. Like I just can visually see Jerry Jones every time. This is Jerry Jones. <laughs> owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, would you like to be a Dallas Cowboy? Because it's kind of like... Nobody ever says no. Uh, Austin Reeves said no to a few teams. That's why he went undrafted. Because he wanted to go to L.A. He said no to the Pistons. Yeah, because he'd rather go undrafted and go play in L.A. with the fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which so I think... I, yeah. Well, and Kobe would have told teams no. Or did tell teams no very openly before the draft. Mm-hmm. Or did he? 
I I I'm not. Was he aware technically ever in Charlotte? No, he was drafted there, but uh, the trade was. I think the trade was on draft night, either before the pick or you know one of those situations where they are wearing the hat, but everybody knows that it's not going to Charlotte because I think Mitch Kupchak traded for him. Mitch Kupchak was the GM of the Lakers at the time, who is ironically the GM of the uh, Hornets now. Which they traded oh, Vladi Divac for him. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember if Kobe wanted to even be there ever. That's what I don't remember. I'm not sure. I don't remember anything about. Well, I mean, we weren't alive either. Either of us. That's so. true. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways, I think that's enough on the Jalen Brown stuff, and we had a nice little random tangent in there. That's what they're here for. Yeah. Some people are here for. And then moving on to the next topic, I kind of wanted to touch on the FIBA World Cup this uh, summer, which is coming up here pretty shortly, I'm pretty sure, um, which is going to be part of this discussion. We're going to look at when it even is because I I haven't watched Team USA, like actually watched a game of Team USA basketball since I, f- I feel like probably like 2012. Like it's been a long time. Oh, wow. Like I don't know. I can't think of a time where I actually tuned in and – you know, because a lot of times they're happening because it's in a different country. It's at like a weird time. That's true. I remember one of the only re- time, reasons I watched uh, the last Olympics was because my daughter was a very itty bitty child and was up in the middle of the night. And I said, you know what's on right now? Team USA taking on Iran. I'll watch that. <laughs> what year was that? It would have been 2020. 2020. So Olympics. Te- technically 2021, but it was the 2020 games. Yeah, but it was the Olympics. Yeah. 2021, yeah, she, duh, she wasn't even born in 2020. I'm stupid. But it was the it was called the 2020 Olympics because they had to postpone it for until the next year because of COVID. But yeah, so this year though, it's in the Philippines. It looks like Philippines, Japan, Indonesia is what it says. Oh, for FIBA. Yeah. So what's the time difference there? Ten. I I have no idea. I just pulled the number out. Ten hour difference. Probably a good guess. Time zones map of the world. Twenty five days away. It's 25 days away. Mm-hmm. 25 days, 15 hours, and 27 minutes. Oh, I think I did see that actually, but I didn't really think about what I was looking at. August 25th through the 10th of September. Okay, so we do got some time. I was thinking it might be like here this next week or something, like at the start of August. But Oh, wow. Is Giannis playing for Team Greece? I think so. That's, Yo- you know what's... Jokic yeah, isn't playing for Serbia. Uh, But the, US gr- the USA's group is the US, Jordan... Greece and New Zealand. Oh. Two teams get out of each group though, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I respectfully, I feel like Jordan that's is wild. the two seed. I don't is think it... it's a seed, it's groups. Groups is just sure... ra- Yeah, but um, or is that that's not alphabetical? What I'm pretty sure the see it's based off of how they did in qualifying the two years ago. Or you know, because you know FIBA... Greece didn't have Giannis playing qualifying. Did he probably. not? Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, no, because... Uh, well, no, yeah, he did. He played in the Euro Cup last year. That's that's what they use for... That was last summer. He, him and Jokic faced each other. Okay, so maybe Jordan won did really well in, yeah. in their thing, and a champion gets the, the, the yeah. bump up over any real human well, that watches basketball. Greece is the... Like, looking at the world, Greece is probably like the four seed, just because of Giannis alone. Because France can feel like a full um, real team. Greece is not as good as I, I don't like. They're below. I mean, in the Euro Cup, 
they're probably like the fifth or sixth best team. And that was just Europe. Yeah. Like there's Italy, Spain, France, uh, Italy. I guess I forgot about Italy. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, Slovenia is around the same level as Greece. Serbia is Serbia is like usually a powerhouse in in Europe. And then there's like Croatia. uh, Angola is a one seed. If this is truly seeded, I feel like it's not for groups. Yeah, but they could be the number one. Like, I, I it might be based off of because they would have to play in Africa, like for their cup, and so it might be like the best team out of Africa gets the one in their group and things like that. But also, the numbers could be meaningless. <laughs> um, either way, and then Finland. Yeah, Finland is pretty good too. I wouldn't say that some of the like all of these teams I'm listing off are are better than Greece, but they're at least like in the mix. Um, but yeah, and then because um, Spain won it, they won the Euro Cup last year, and they're the one seed. The U.S. is the two seed. Oh uh, yeah, so that would make sense. So you get seeded and then put into pots, and then the pots get randomized. So Greece is a nine seed out of okay. everything. Where, oh, but where, then the the hosts get put higher up. So the Philippines was in the same seed as Spain, the U.S., and Australia because those were the top three. And then the host place, so you get to have, like, the host in a group as the top okay. of the group, top, quote-unquote. Then it's France, Serbia, Slovenia, and Lithuania. Where, can you send me the link of what you're looking at? Wikipedia. Or least, oh, it's on Wikipedia? I can look that up. You can keep 2023 going. FIBA Basketball World Cup seedings. So they, it looks like they were they took the world rankings that were published earlier this year and then they ranked them and put them into pots. Mm, okay. So the seeds do mean something in the pods, correct? No, I don't think so because in the order, like I'm almost positive that because Angola was listed as a one and they're yeah, the 41st they're, ranked team. But they're number one in Africa. So if you're the best from your region, you get a one. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, since Angola is the best team out of Africa, whatever group they're in, they're number one. You get what I mean? I'm not saying that that means they're better than the that's teams. That's not how this up. works at all. Well, then how is Angola a one? I, I don't think that those are like, this is very confusing how they do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Spain is. Because they're like a seven. They're one of the eight worst teams in the FIBA Cup. Yeah, because Africa is, okay. as far as the regions go, Africa is the least competitive. No, moving past Africa. Like, just looking at, like, everything. I guess, how many groups are there? Maybe there's eight groups. Oh, there is eight groups. Yeah, this is wild. So, what do you, wait, what are you saying? Serbia is a two seed, and they're technically behind Sudan, South Sudan. Yeah. So, that's because, not seeds. But is South Sudan a higher seed in Africa than they are in, than Serbia is in Europe? South Sudan would be the four seed in Europe and Serbia is the one three seed in South Sudan yeah. is the four seed in Africa, Africa. Mm-hmm. and is the Serbia is the three seed in Europe. Oh, okay. And, but Sudan is put above Serbia in the group. Okay. All right. So it's probably meaningless. I could probably cut a lot of this out, <laughs> but because um, I still don't fully understand. I'm just going to read not out loud, but I'm just going to read what the Wikipedia thing says. Okay. Or I guess I can read and you cut it out because people don't matter. So the 32 – people don't care. Not They do matter. Listeners matter. The 32 teams were seeded into eight pots of four for the draw. 
As the hosts of the final phase, the Philippines were placed in pot one along with the FIBA World Rankings' three highest teams. The 28 other teams, including the co-host Japan, were placed in pots two through eight according to their world ranking. The draw sequence began with pot one and ended with pot eight. The teams were one, three, and five were in A, C, E, and G. Pots two, four, odds were in A, C, anyway, they alternated the pots is how they did it. Yeah. A competition number was drawn for each team to determine his position in the number of group oh. the order of games in each group. Okay, so it was just drawn. Just a okay. draw. So I, Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Sorry I took us down this very un like No, it's unneeded it's cool. conversation. <laughs> um but anyways, time zones. That's what I was looking at. Uh time in Indonesia. I'll just look that up. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. It's 141 a.m right now so it's exactly 12 hours oh um which i'm sure japan is probably a, not the same time zone as in indonesia and i'm sure indonesia has multiple time zones because it's very long it's very wide as an island country um they're playing in yeah japan's two hours Poison ahead. city oh all, that's where u.s is playing all of the games no, uh no well one of so the philippines i guess i can look at where the u.s is playing you the u.s will be playing in the Mall of Asia Arena in Pasay. Pasay. Is that P-A-S-A-I? A-Y. A-Y. Pasay. Pasay. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I think that's in the Philippines. Because there's time. four places they play. Okay, A so and B are playing in Quezon City. Yeah. Interesting. So that's 13 hours ahead of us. Okay. <laughs> so that's not that bad, I guess, at... Um, like 8 in the morning. Or yeah. seven in the morning. It'll be in the morning for games. Or at night, maybe. If they're or maybe playing... over the lunch hour. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Probably Who not. knows? Probably not that one. Yeah. That, that would be midnight there. They'll probably be they might be playing during the day. They might be playing time. at noon, so it'd be like the middle of the night for us. For us, yeah. I'm sure there's also just a schedule. You would think. Yeah, there is one. A pretty easy to read one, actually. The US's first game will be taking place. Oh my goodness, how great is this? Oh, it's in. It's not in U.S. time. It's it's on NBA.com. Mari- oh, uh, the U.S.'s first game is. I'm trying to find it too. I'm looking through till I see so U.S. Met, but, huh? <laughs> I don't see. I don't even see the U.S. in this. Oh, okay. Because the game schedule on FIBA is wild. So, opening day at the Philippine Arena, the U.S. isn't playing. Okay, now I'm tracking. U.S.'s first game will be. On Wednesday, August 30th, no, Monday, August 28th, against Greece at 2.40 GMT. GMT. No, it's 20.40. So it's 12.40 GMT. 12.40? Okay, there's got to be a place that just took this and did the work already. Green Greenwich Mean Time, that's what GMT is? Yeah. So 12.40 p.m. would be 7.40 a.m. in Omaha. Okay. Here. And then their next game's at 8.40 GMT, which math can allow us to know that it's at 3.40 in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And then Wait, so they is only that 8.40 two... a.m. or p.m.? Okay. But, uh, I think it's in the six, the, 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 the military, 24-hour time. So I'm... Oh, okay. So that, that would so, be morning. Well, so the Greece one is 20.40 GMT or 12.40. Wait. So it must be 8.40 local time, 24... 20... 1240 GMT. 
So 20, I think it's in military time. 24, so 2040 GMT is 340 PM in Omaha. But it's not 2040 GMT. I think it's 2040 local time. It's local 12. time is in what? What's local time? Local time where here? they're playing the game. I thought that's where they is. Where is Greenwich Mean Time? England. Oh, I, I. How am I supposed to know that? Greenwich. I, th- I thought that was common. Oh, no, I guess it's not common knowledge. <laughs> I had no idea. Never that's heard of GMT. That's why the map that because GMT is the zero that everything adds and minuses off of. Like when you oh. look at a world. Yeah, that would make sense. I'm not well versed in time zones, I guess, but the. Okay, so what's the time zone that they're in? It's not England, but it's close to England, I'm pretty sure. It's like in the middle of the Atlantic? It's like, I think part of Africa technically does it. Oh, so it's... I think Greenland is green... I don't know. I'm worried. I'm worried that I'm giving fake info. That's okay. It's ongoing... But I know that it is somewhere in that area, and that's why it counts from zero, and then it's one, positive one, negative one, positive two, negative two, as you move the time zones out. Except for China, which just has one time zone. Okay, green is that this green one here? Yes, it is. Okay, so it's in the Greenland Sea on the north end, and on the south end, it's Saint Helena, Ascension Island, and Tristan da Cunha. So it's like through um, Ghana and Mali and Algeria and Morocco and Spain, France, and UK, and it it skirts. It takes a detour to get around Norway. <laughs> Like okay. it's not a straight line. It goes like, oh, like not Norway. It disregards Norway does not acknowledge the GMT. Yeah. And then it's a big box over, literally over almost. The entirety like, of the North Pole? No, it just goes a very small rectangle. It goes over to uh, like all the way into not the next time zone, but the one after that as well to grab Iceland. <laughs> oh. Do you see what I'm talking about now? Now that I'm looking at it, yeah. It like... It's like, oh, we'll also put Iceland in this time zone when part of Iceland is actually two time zones away. <laughs> also, I think I'm just wrong. About what? I think UTC is the thing that I was thinking of, and I always just thought it was the GMT. No, this is GMT. This is zero. And then it goes plus at. one, pl- minus one on each side, and then plus two, minus yeah. two. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says at the, bo- at the bottom, it says coordinated universal time, formerly Greenwich. Ma- oh, okay. So... I just read the words that confirm. So it's now called UTC. It was formerly known as Greenwich Mean Time. Well, FIBA did not get the memo that it was formerly because they have GMT on their thing still. Yeah. Maybe it's like uh, because the there's like a one of the oceans is the South Ocean. An ocean? There's There's the Arctic Ocean. It's called the South Ocean. Some people learned it as the South oh, Ocean. That would be Southern if, Ocean. Sorry. If you if you live in like if you probably live around there, like in New Zealand and stuff, you probably call it that instead of Ar- Arctic because you don't feel like you're in the Arctic part of the world. It's the Southern. No, like the only reason I know this is because I went to driver's ed with a dude that went to school in Lincoln, and he learned it as the South Ocean instead of the Arctic Ocean. Oh, it probably depends on like the textbook you get, I guess. But that's that's also probably true, and we're probably also going to get big marketed by everybody on the internet saying that we're dumb. And call it the Arctic Ocean instead of the Southern Ocean. I feel like I I don't know. I thought I always thought that was like more of the official name of it was the Arctic Ocean. Like people, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But wait, no. Arctic would be North. Antarctic would be South. So that's those are two different oceans, right? Is there only? I thought there was five oceans. Is there four? Yeah, it's Southern Ocean. The but that's Arctic, not the Arctic. Arctic Antarctic. is North. Yeah, yeah Arctic uh, is North. Yeah. Antarctic Ocean, right? I is didn't that know that was learned? a thing. I th- I don't know about that. You thought one. there was four oceans? I thought there were. Okay, there's five for sure. 
I knew Paci- there was five. Pacific, Atlantic, Indian, Arctic. I always thought there was four. Yeah, I thought so. So there was an Arctic and an Arctic. It doesn't matter. I'm a little stupid. But there's there's a South. So Southern Ocean or Southern watch, Ocean. Watch. Give it the ERN it deserves. <laughs> the ERN. Also, I googled ocean names and I found a list of 300 baby ocean names that are ocean related that I could uh, go through sometime. That I'll sounds read all like a them. fun fun podcast episode. First one, Adriatic, as in oh, the Adriatic, Adriatic sea, sea in the Italian Peninsula. Yeah, uh-huh. Right, it was <laughs> between them two, and Greece, right? It's yeah. the sea between Italy and Greece. Yeah. Next one, Ariel, the name of the main character from the film The Little Mermaid. Oh. These are all just, I think, just water-themed name for babies. Is, uh, um, okay, I totally, this would have been way better. Moana, there we go. Moana, one of them. Nope. Terrible list. Uh, There is a... Magdalene. From what? What is that from? Uh, after the town of Magdala on the coast of the Sea of Galilee. Okay. Then there's so... Mazu, the Chinese goddess of the sea. Moray, <laughs> after the beautiful but dangerous animals of the sea. Don't know why they didn't put eel there. Nala is Arabic for drink water. Oh, interesting. Oceana, a girl's name inspired by the ocean. Doesn't get more spot on than this. I've never even heard that as a name. That'd be interesting. Oceania. I thought that was like a part of the world. It, Oceania is. Oh, oh I, I forgot another IE or IA. Yeah. See, that's another thing. Some people call that Australia as the continent. Like some people say Australia is both a country and a continent. But other yeah. people say that continent is Oceania. Oh. Huh? Yeah. No, the, the I thought, no, I'm pretty sure Oceania is the big region. The New Zealand, Australia, all the no, little dots. Some people say that the continent of Oceania is Australia, New Zealand, all of those islands, Indonesia, Papua New Guinea. Nope, that's not what the internet says. What, what do you mean? Oceania is a region made up of thousands of islands through the Central and South Pacific Ocean. What continent is Australia on, is what I put. Yeah. And it says Oceania, but then when you read the description, it says it includes Australia. The smallest continent in terms of total land area. Yeah, see, that's it's contradicting itself. That's what I'm saying. There, there's some people that say that it's Australia is the name of the continent, and some people normal say Oceania. People. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> Wait, normal people do which one? Call it Australia. Australia. I, I kind of prefer the other one because Australia is just one of the countries in the – like no other continent is like that. Where you, continent like, – but the region – like New Zealand is not the continent of Australia. It's like islands Wait, what, where, off then the what, coast. Then what continent is New Zealand a part of? It's part of it's not a continent. It's a but it's an it's, bunch of okay. islands. New Zealand is not a continent, but it is part of a continent. That's of that's, a region. Region and continent do not mean the same thing. Okay. I'm pretty sure the way continents are supposed to work, every location on Earth is supposed to be part of a continent. One of the continents. I'm pretty sure. Well, then why do we have terms like the continental United States? Because that just means that it's like the land on area. the continent, like the physical, the physical geographic, uh, what's that called? A geographic. Well, then let's just name every North America is on a plate. Geogra- it's not a continental geographic plate. Feature. A geographic feature is a continent, but if like the proper, like legalistic term of continent, like for categorizing places. You get what I mean? Like you, everything's on different... a continent. Everything's on a continental plate, like that move and shift yeah. around. See, there's there's lots of ways you could probably interpret the word. So continent. Hawaii's on the continent of Pacific. 
No, I, I think it's in Oceania, isn't it? Hawaii? Oceania is not a continental plate. It's on the Pacific plate. Oh, but I don't think that, that's not how anybody defines continents already. Is You're by... making up how people define continents. That's not real either. I'm not making I've up. Nev- not I... everything is on a continent. Uh, there's a lot of people that would say that. Midway, an island that is the size of a town in the United States. No land. Midway Atoll, is that what you're talking about? Yes, where the Battle of Midway was at. Yeah. Just a bunch of little specks of islands. Mm-hmm. Nothing remotely close. That needs to be labeled to a continent. I don't know. Some people do. I'm not saying that I it's think crazy. that they need to I just to feel be. like an island's an island. Let it be. It, yeah. But so, I mean, does that mean that Cuba is not part of North America? I don't even know if it is. Yeah, it is. It is. I think the whole Caribbean is part of North America. It's considered part of North America? See, that's where I don't even know. They yeah. can be their own thing. They're the Caribbean or Caribbean. I know that one is like... They're but technically I know both aren't wrong, but one's yeah. like the proper an adjecti- and one's the no adjective. one's an adjective and one's an a, uh noun. Proper one's, noun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the Caribbean So it's Pirates of the Caribbean in the Caribbean Islands. I thought it was the other way around, to be honest. I, I thought the movie had it wrong, but I might be Caribbean. So it's Pirates of the Carib- Caribbean. It should be Pirates of the Caribbean, because it's the Caribbean Ocean or Caribbean Sea. And then the Islands are Caribbean islands. I might be mixing that up. I think I am now that I'm saying it out loud. Uh, pronunciation. Okay. After this, we'll we'll try to get back to. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. Caribbean noun versus adjective. Yeah. Okay. You were right. Caribbean is the noun, and Caribbean is an adjective. So, so I you're a I Caribbean person or a Caribbean island. But it is the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, like I'm going to the Caribbean is how I should have said it, you know. Okay. And so and well, you technically, would see a lot of people that are from the – or that are Caribbean. Wait, now that I'm thinking about it, if you were to say Caribbean Sea, that would be correct because Caribbean is an adjective in that phrase because what, no, what type of sea is it? No, it's a proper noun. Yeah, but at the same time dep- – you could make that sentence both ways. You can make that sentence as a proper noun, but you could also say like, what sea well, is it? Technically, the White House is an adjective noun. Like, yeah. But in its entity as a whole, it's the proper yeah. noun. Yeah, you're, you're right. I'm making a really dumb argument. That was stupid. I think. <laughs> yeah, I know you're right. So yeah, it's the Caribbean islands, but the Caribbean sea area. Like the, yeah. the whole thing is the Caribbean has a bunch of Caribbean islands. on. Mm-hmm. There's a. There's a mind. Is there an, a verb version? So you can just say like <laughs> Buffalo seven times and it's a sentence somehow? Probably not. But that's the same type of thing as what we just talked about with Caribbean is with um, Alpine. Like Alpine. Oh, Alpine mountains? Yeah. So like Alps is mm-hmm. a specific mountain range because it's just shortening um, the word Alpine. Um, because Alpine means mountain. In the language that that was originally there, um, try to remember now. Alpine. So Alps. No, actually, Alps is the name of the mountain range, but Alpine is an adjective. The region, the area. Yeah, like well, Alpine is what you would say as an adjective before something. Like if something is like Alp, uh, Alpine, um, Switzerland or Alpine, Italy. Like that type of thing. But it's Alpine there because they say Alpine mountains. Oh, do they? 
I didn't even know that. Yeah. But um, alpine as a word in general can be used just to mean mountain because like alpine skiing, you know, that's why, mm-hmm. that's why I started thinking this one day is because I was like, why is all skiing called alpine skiing? If, if there's an alpine mountain range, like what? Yeah. Like you why know? isn't Rocky mountain skiing? Yeah, exactly. Or Appalachian skiing. And so the, what I came to was alpine literally means at its root word origin just means mountains. It doesn't mean that specific mountain range. It just means mountains. And that mountain range is just named that because that was the mountains around the people of that language that invented that the word alpine. It. Yeah. Cause it, to them, it was like, th- those are the mountains. Those are the only mountains, you know, like they didn't know about I think one, uh, one thing the whole world can agree on is British people say aluminum wrong. Aluminium. Uh, a lot of, but like, like all the other English speaking countries say that too. Like, because they're all just like British crown places. Yeah. Well, the only- so were we, but but we learned how to talk correctly. That's what it started about. It I think nothing also because we're, we're a lot older of a div- divergence, like things looking Most at divergence things like, were like right after world war one or two. Like they're not, mm-hmm. they're not the super old thing. Yeah. Cause like, uh, so I've heard this before where people are like a lot of the things that British people say, American people say wrong. It's like, it's originally that's how it was said in England at the time the U S became a thing. Like, Soccer was originally an English word back in England. Mm-hmm. And at the time where people came from England to the US is when that word was still in use to mean soccer. And then the sport of they soccer. Cha- yeah. They and changed the football. They changed the football because that was they where were all the other the other European countries called it football. Mm-hmm. And so they they eventually started calling it football as well. But so, so they're we like called it soccer, so it's their fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But aluminum, they're just dumb. Eggplants are eggplants, <laughs> not aubergines. Yeah. There's a weird one they got for zucchini too. It's like a. Also, cor- Zed. Courgette. Zed is the name of the letter Z in all other English speaking countries. In Canada, in UK, in South Africa, in Australia. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? In like, South Africa? In South Africa, they say zebra. Like that's how they pronounce zebra. Is zebra. I'm going to say, are you, do you say aluminum wrong? Is he from the UK? He's from uh, South Africa. Oh, I'm pretty sure he does. South Africa is a cool place. Shout out to them. Anyway, they're not at the FIBA World Cup as they uh, didn't make the cut. Yeah. Did you see I don't even know if it- Joel uh, is, might be playing for Team USA next year in the Olympics? Really? That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds like, well, like um, you know, it's weird because he could obviously, I don't know if Cameroon, I guess, even qualified. So that's probably why, but he still would be able to play for France. Is it who, who has the, no, that's Serge Ibaka. That's France too. Yeah, I know. Think... But what country is like the father, the father country of Cameroon? You know what it's I mean? France. Is it France? I'm pretty sure then he would be eligible to play for them too. Pretty sure he's eligible to play for multiple countries. Cause that's why Mbappe can play for France. Where's Mbappe from? I didn't even know he wasn't from France. Cameroon. Oh, half really? Cameroonian. Mbappe's half Cameroonian. Yeah. But is he from there? His mother's roots are in Algeria, and his father's from Cameroon. But Mbappe was born and grew up in France. Just kidding. I'm stupid. Oh. Because the U.S. had to do that for a long time, where they would be like, "Oh, you grew up in Germany, but you were on a U.S. Army base, soccer player." Yeah. That, that's kind of what happened for a lot uh-huh. of the. There was like seven uh, German-born players on the U.S. national team. 
Mm. Yeah, he could play with France, it says. Joel well, why would you want to do that? Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, no, like, he'd be like, oh, him, what do you Wembley, mean? Wembley, and Gobert. <laughs> That'd be a, just a devastating... It only works with two big men, and even then it doesn't really work. Yeah. That's an interesting start bench cut. And yeah. FIBA rules. Because Gobert is a menace to society in FIBA rules. Yeah, he is. Because there's no three-second violation, or five-seconder. Mm-hmm. You could just stand in the paint as long as you want. Yeah. This says Joel Embiid has never played with Cameroon in a FIBA tournament. Um well, has Cameroon made it to a exactly. FIBA tournament? It says it like a bit, it's a big deal, but I'm wondering, like, has Cameroon ever been in a FIBA tournament? Like, does that even matter? Technically, FIBA, if you want... they got close in two, th- it was history in 2018. So that was the qualifying round. So he could play for the qualifying, but usually the qualifying's in the middle of the NBA season. Yeah, so that's probably why. If you've been good enough without three games to make it in. They need to beat Egypt by four points or more to keep their World Cup hopes alive. But they got blown out by 20. Mm. Um, I'm trying to see if it anywhere it says that Cameroon's never played. In 2008, no, that was qualifier. So I don't think they've made it from what I've gathered. Yeah. Anyways, well, we should probably at least look at like maybe the USA roster. I mean, I've already looked at it once, but just to oh. kind of highlight it and preview... Kind of a fun, gonna... like I haven't looked at it super close. I just remember a couple names. Yeah. Like a, it's not really like a like a juggernaut top of the NBA. None of these guys are bad, but it's yeah. like it's like a fun group. You're like, oh, this exactly. is like tier two of the NBA. This is exciting. Yeah, that's why I'm interested. I like I wanted to bring this up, and like I'm like we need to pay attention to this this year because like I'd like to get into it and actually be a fan. You know, I haven't rooted for my country to compete in a sport and it feels like in a long time because i don't care about any other sport other than basketball and even if i did care about soccer it's never really i mean i guess i did never mind i did watch that women's soccer is a menace oh that's true that's true they like they are they're playing terrible this year but they like walk in execute people then walk out with the world cup Mm -hmm. they're going for three in a row yeah so it's even more impressive when you realize it's 12 years of dominance and not just yeah so for most americans it probably is not i they don't have the same problem that i i do (laughs) because i yeah they They played definitely teams i could have rooted for i think so what's that going on right now is that fifa yeah fifa women's Women's. cup they played tuesday against portugal they beat vietnam 3-0 played terribly then they played the netherlands didn't look like they wanted it and they drew 1-1 then they've got Portugal to get out of the group stage. So why is soccer? Why are women in the U.S. so much better at soccer? Is it just uh, it's because it's more the of women a, in U.S. actually can like be people and do things? But what, like, how is that? Like, why? I get that they're better, but what, like, why are there? Because like, I don't know how to. Is put, it a cultural it, thing? Like, is it because no? I'm, I'm is almost it because positive. It's more of a girl sport in in the U.S. versus being more of a guy sport, like slightly. Is that why? No, versus I'm, other countries. I'm pretty sure it's because women in the U.S. were able to play and be like given proper facilities for longer. Oh, okay. I didn't like understand that's what you meant by the sentence you said earlier. You said like they that, were just able to actually like be a full-on regular, like equal part of society earlier. Oh, like in like okay. South America and African countries that are great at soccer. Yeah, that's not the case still. Like I don't think Iran will ever have a killer women's soccer. So team. then, theoretically, or the Iran. women's women's U.S. sports should destroy in every sport, shouldn't they? Or at least be really and, good in every and they sport. Kind of do, I think. Are they? Uh. I'm pretty pretty sure they're they're decent at just about everything. Mm-hmm. 
But I also feel like in other countries, like like all the other countries for the most part in the world, if you're a guy, it's like, what sport do you play? Oh, I play football. I play like soccer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, in the US, for guys, it's more American football or basketball or, you know, something like that. Soccer is not yeah. uncommon, but it's not like the most common. And for females, it's probably, soccer is probably closer to the most common, I would say, than it is for the boys. Volleyball? I, I'm not saying it is the most Softball? common. I'm, I'm not saying it is the most common. I'm just saying it's probably closer in the women's because like when you think of kids playing soccer, I just feel like there's probably a slightly more girls that play soccer than guys because yeah, I guess. So like kids growing up in the U S I think is probably, there's probably a, a larger soccer has to complete with baseball in terms of when it's played in like U S yeah. high schools, mm-hmm. I guess. For, yeah, for what girls soccer or what what season does that even conflict with? Track, golf. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like bigger schools would have tennis maybe for bigger schools. I don't know when tennis plays. I think it's spring for tennis. Yeah. And I would um, say that that's not even close to as big as like as commonly played by people. You know what I mean? Just trying to think if there's another spring sport that I'm just totally spacing. Oh, girls golf is actually in the But on a golf no, team. No, girls golf in the fall. Boys like, golf's in the spring. At a school, there's more soccer players than there are golf players, aren't there? Yeah, but there's more football players than there are basketball players. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. That's a dumb. It's like it's like the same. Mm-hmm. Soccer's more accessible because you just need a ball and like rough guesses for a like a goal, like a rough like you could put shoes down and that's a goal. Oh yeah, you can do it without like equipment. The proper as much yeah equipment. Makes sense. But anyways, the, I don't know how we got off on that. Team USA basketball team, um, I'm interested in it. The The roster seems like it'll be fun. We got Paulo Bancaro, Mikal Bridges. Um, I'll just say all the forwards first, I guess. Brandon Ingram, Jaron Jackson Jr., Cam Johnson, Bobby Portis. Weird only- vet to throw in there. Just kind of a weird, like, mm-hmm. seasoned vet. Yeah. You're going to hear the rest of the names, and there's not really a guy that I'd be like, He's been in the league a while. He's the closest to 30 for sure. He might even be 30 by now. Well, Josh Hart is pretty old too. Josh Hart and Mikel Bridges are older than you would think. Jalen Brunson. Well, I know Josh Hart like, because I took him in the, a player pool in high school and uh, he he's 28. Yeah, 28. Bobby Portis is probably like 29, 30. Bobby Portis is 37. No, he's not. He's, tw- he's 28. Oh, uh, he's 28. Cam Johnson's like 27 probably. Mikhail Bridges is probably 26, 27. And probably just because Bobby Portis has been on like a bunch of like, not a bunch. He was on that Bucks team that won a title. What That's else basically it as far as the prominent the teams. And the, uh, and the Knicks. The Knicks when they had like six power forwards oh, at the same yeah. time. Legend. Also played for Washington apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for 28 games. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Walker Kessler is the only center on the whole team. Bobby Portis can play center, obviously. Jaron Jackson Jr. is pretty much a center oh, yeah. too. And yeah, those guys are both power forward slash centers, but like on here it just shows forward. So Walker Kessler, I wonder if he'll start, to be honest. That'll be interesting. But oh, maybe. But I think the guards are the most fun part. Is like, is there a funner I'm the next the top three guards they have listed. Is mm-hmm. there a funner three guys that I'm like, this is gonna be entertaining? Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards, and Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton, yeah. That's just fun. Yeah. And then Austin Reeves. Um, Legend and Josh Hart. Those are the guards. So there's how many players? One, two, three, four, five, six, Ooh. 12. 12 guys. 
And if there's an injury or anything like that, they have those select team guys that they can bring up, um, which I'm pretty sure there's some good guys on that team too. Young guys, but still. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that's going to be a fun team. Um, if Anthony you had, Edwards is endlessly entertaining. Yeah. Who do you think the guy on this team is going to be? Like the Powell. guy the guy is going to be Paolo. I'm really surprised by how quick that was. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Or Jalen Brunson. I could see oh, Jalen Brunson. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. I forgot Brandon Ingram. Okay. Was that, Sorry. That, that was the guy I, was, I would think would be the number one pick. But I could see yeah. Jalen Brunson. I forgot that, that uh, Brandon Ingram was on the team. <laughs> kind of a little bit. Yeah, I feel like he's probably going to be the guy in the like closing games, the guy that we put the ball in his hands when we need a basket, that type of thing, if that sort of thing happens, which hopefully it does. I'd like these games to be competitive. I feel like they probably will be. Um, because it'll be these guys against Giannis and Greece mm-hmm. in the group stage, which yeah. I don't know how much of our struggle bus will be included in the app, but uh, the U.S. is group. It was listed earlier, but I'll say it again in case. U.S., Jordan, Greece, and New Zealand in their group play. Mm-hmm. And then... New Zealand is St- Stephen Adams. Is he playing for New Zealand? He probably will be. But yeah, that'll be interesting. Canada would be fun to watch too, honestly. Mainly more as a Nuggets fan, just to see Jamal Murray. I kind of want to see him, uh, if he takes that over, if he's the guy on that team, you know? I feel like SGA is probably the main candidate for that. Like most people probably say it's going to be SGA's team. But Jamal, um, it'll be interesting to see if he if he's the guy that like takes over down the stretch. Oh, it's Dylan Brooks for sure. On Team Canada. <laughs> There's it's Kyle Alexander, Nikhil Alexander Walker, RJ Barrett. Uh they have a lot more people. I'm gonna just list the NBA guys because Kyle Alexander plays for Valencia. Nikhil Alexander Walker. R.J. Barrett, O'Shea Brissett, Dylan Brooks, the Dorcher Chamber, uh, Zach Eddy, Purdue Bowling Maker. He's not NBA, but almost was. Shea, Corey Joseph, Jamal Murray, Kelly Olynyk, Dwight Powell, and that is it for the NBA slash one not NBA guy. Yeah, they have a lot of non NBA guys on their roster. Yeah, I'm trying they, to see if there's any guys that were NBA that aren't. They might now. not have the same feeder system that we do because, like, how. The U.S. has like all these different levels. We have like the under 19s, then we have the select team, then we mm-hmm. have this roster. So like they might not have a select team. They might like everybody that's above the U19 cutoff is probably like on their team. Maybe you might just not have enough guys to make two teams. Might be the thing. The USA select team is wow. I would love to have like a normal list because like all they Kate Cunningham, Jalen Duran. Yeah. Langston Galloway, Jalen Green, Quentin Grimes, Chet Holmgren, Josh Jenkins, Herb Jones. Well, there's all the guards. I mean, all the centers. Yeah. I said two in a row, three in a row. Trey Murphy, Keegan Murray, Peyton Pritchard, Nas Reed, and Jalen Williams. Um, Sacramento Jalen. Not Sacramento. What weird small school did he go to? Uh, Santa Clara. Santa Clara, Jalen Williams. Um, yeah, so that, that's a fun team too. But like, I feel like... I'm pretty sure, at least, that select team, the only thing it is for is playing is against... If someone gets hurt. Yeah, that and playing against this team, like our U.S. team, to practice, like in scrimmages and stuff. I don't think they compete against anybody else. I might be wrong on that, I guess, but... No big names, really. Like some, yeah. but no, like, giant... On mm-hmm. either team, They don't. there's no giant names. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I feel like... Maybe not. there isn't always for FIBA Cups. Maybe it's only usually the Olympics where you get we, the we've had names. We've had some good FIBA teams. Last FIBA, we there was Tatum and KD, 
played in FIBA. I don't know if that was the last one, but he definitely played in FIBA. Carmelo. Is it just always he, the year before the Olympics? Yep. Mm-hmm. Summer before the Olympics. I'm pretty sure the, what year is that called? The Redeem Team, t- uh, 2008. Mm-hmm. In 2007, they had all of those guys for the and most part. And they ran it through the FIBA Cup. Yeah. They had Kobe, LeBron, Wade, Melo. I'm pretty sure there was a couple guys in there that weren't you know, weren't there in 07, but a lot of those guys were. But yeah, late, and Jonathan Mitchell um, last year, or last FIBA, so four years ago. Pretty sure he was on that team. So, you know, a little bit more, like guys that are like at least equal to Brandon Ingram or better, because like, mm-hmm. I feel like Brandon Ingram is the bar for this team, because this team, I think he's probably the best best guy, current guy. Anthony Edwards is up there too. Um, Wait, when was lot the of, last time the U.S. lost the Olympics? 2004. And we got oh, third. they lost 04. Yeah, we got yeah. bronze. Because uh, Manu Ginobili, that's the reason Manu Ginobili mm. is the first ballot Hall of Famer, because it's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It is the basketball, basketball. Hall of Fame. Yep. Because it was single handedly, not single handedly, but he really did <laughs> a one man. It was like a Dirk on the Mavs type of type of performance. Thing. Yeah. And the, to, it was the U.S. game to like knock him down to the third place game. Is that what it was? Say that again. Was it, it was, the, the game to knock the U.S. down to the third place game? So it was like the semifinal. Yeah, yeah semifinals. Okay. And then they, and then, but they won the whole thing. Argentina did. I think but then Spain it, might have been up there too. Spain's always in there, which is was, weird because there's not, there's not. I don't feel like there's been a ton of Spanish. Like there's been a, a good amount, but not like an insane amount of Spanish players in the NBA. Like you wouldn't think like, oh, that's clearly the juggernaut of Europe, but it yeah. seems like they have been. Serbia is the juggernaut of Eastern Europe. A Luis Scola. Yeah, disrespect. I, that's why I forgot I, about this man. Literally, that's the guy. The guy that popped into my head when I said single-handedly, and I was like, "Well, not single-handedly, but I'm pretty sure uh, Italy Leandro, got second. Leandro Barbosa was on that team too, right? The Argentinian team. Um, no. Oh, he wasn't. Interesting. He might have been too young. Uh, but like looking at this Italian team. Oh no! I don't Barbosa know. I... is Brazilian. I'm sorry. Obviously, he's the Brazilian blur. I don't know why I said that. You continue. <laughs> I don't know any of these dudes from Italy. Back in 2004. Yeah. Andrea Bargnani is he on there? No. Gallo's definitely not old enough at that point. This is the list of players. Are you sending it to me on something? On Discord, I sent it. Or is there a chat in this thing? Oh, there's. I don't think there's a chat. There might be a chat on a- there. Am I crazy? I just don't recognize any of these names. There's a lot of Z's, a lot of I's. Oh, yeah. Part. Also, this U.S. team is wild. The, like, yeah, Olympic teams are always a wild conglomeration of people. Yeah. But like AIs, Tavon Marbury, D. Wade, Carlos Boozer, Mello, LeBron, Emeka Okafor, Sean Marion, Amadi Stoudemire, Duncan, Odin, Odom, sorry, Lamar Odom, and then Richard Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. It's just like a wild, like just list of names that yeah. you just don't anticipate. And maybe you would like, cause the 08 team is the team of when I think of like, okay, this is a lot of dudes that were just dudes around when I was yeah. growing up. Yeah. 2004 would have been a little bit too early for a lot of those guys. But yeah, bro, just glancing through this. I don't think I see anybody here that I recognize either. Yep. Never heard of any of these It players. looks like they either don't qualify or they just don't go to the FIBA World Cup all the time. U.S. Like 2014 is the last year they have listed on the Wikipedia. So 2018 should have been the next one. No, that wouldn't make any sense because this is year two. This is 2023. But there's so there's the FIBA. I'm pretty sure it might say FIBA for like the qualifying thing too. Because last summer was the FIBA Euro Cup. Yeah, this is the FIBA World FIBA Basketball World Cup 
Okay. That is taking in this like the the contest we're talking about right now. That was 2014. Yeah, is the last one that like is showing up on the U.S.'s list of like okay. doing so, things. So it used to be in the middle of the rotation, like so it would it'd be every other year with the the Olympics instead of back to back years, correct? Because like the Olympics mm-hmm. and it used to be on even numbered years. Oh, so it went from 2014 to 2019. I guess is the thing. And in 2019, it doesn't look like the U.S. went. I thought they did. I thought that's where we got seventh. Oh, it did. We did. we got seventh. Yeah, you don't remember that? That was a you. You got. I remember oh. you specifically getting really mad about that. I do remember because was, it looked like no one cared at all. Yeah, that was the team with Tatum, Lillard. Yep, I, Lillard was on that team, I think. And Steph like was gonna go and then backed out, and like a bunch of guys were going well, and then didn't go at the last yeah. second. And then we had our redemption. After the Bull- the Bucks won the championship in 2021, we had 2021. The team went over. It was Zach Levine, uh, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Damian Lillard, a lot of those guys. Donovan Mitchell, I think, was on that team. So a lot of like actual guys going, and we did. I think we won at that time. So Ra we got our Gunna. revenge. What? Ra Gunna, a Korean basketball player, an American born in South Korea was the top scorer of the 2019 FIBA World Cup. Okay. Ricky Rubio was the MVP. Of what year? 2019. Oh. A 20, okay, so 2021, the year that I'm talking about, that was the supposed to be 2020 Olympics. That, so yes. That was the Olympic team. Kevin Durant was also on that team. Bam, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, yes. KD, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Tatum. Green, Drew Holiday, Keldon Johnson, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, JaVale McGee, Chris Milton, and Jason Tatum. I was like, did you? I missed it because I yeah. know for sure he was there. Because mm-hmm. I remember uh, Draymond and Dame yeah. in like interviews and stuff uh-huh. when I was up at three in the morning watching a game. Oh, and Brad Beal. Yeah, I remember this. Brad Beal and Kevin Love both got injured. And so they didn't even go over to Tokyo. And Keldon and Johnson and Joe Keldon McGee. Johnson filled in. And every, they was like, why is it Keldon Johnson? Is that really the next guy that. Because wants it was to go because it was Greg Popovich was the head coach, so that's why. <laughs> but JaVale McGee, yeah, JaVale McGee was the center to replace Kevin Love. Yeah, and he was the only true center on the whole team. Which that's a uh... weird, considering that like there's just centers that aren't great that would thrive because you don't have to get out of the paint. The Plumleys, well, that's why Pl- uh, Plumley <laughs> has always been on a Team USA team up until very recently, but. There's always been no, some when you plumbers. don't have to leave the paint, it's just like a wild thing you can do. Yeah. Like that's why Rudy Gobert is a menace. And you can touch the ball as soon as it hits the rim. It's live. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's not goaltending if you grab the ball off of the basket after it's touched the rim. Hmm. Which seems why is like Chet on the select team. Yeah, it seems like just get Chet out there. That would be a good if you just like jumped at every shot, you know what I mean? And if it touched the rim, you just take it. Like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe that wouldn't be super efficient if that was your strategy. Probably would need some really good timing. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, I think this USA team is going to be fun to watch. Um, and hopefully they give us some, like, games that are at reasonable times for us to consume um, and we can pay attention to and root for. Uh, and we'll try to cover some of that here on this podcast. Um, but yeah, so that should conclude that um, wild, wild, wild episode. Mm-hmm. 
Was it Rick Barry? Who was the episode today? This was uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Rick Barry's number. What number is Rick Barry? Number four or something like that. Twenty-four. I don't know why Rick Barry popped into my mind. <laughs> I uh, have no idea. Twenty-four. Okay. Yeah, I did Kobe obviously for twenty-four. Yeah. No, there's. It's yeah. Oh, I he, don't know. I maybe he also wore four. But maybe yeah. my brain had it off, and I thought we were on forty-two, and then was like, <laughs> yeah. Went weirdo 42. mode. Try to remember who we used for 42. You wanted us to use Al Horford. Oh, I we used James Worthy. Yeah. James Worthy, Pascal Siakam, Jerry West was last episode. Could have done Pete Maravich, but we did Jerry West. And then this episode was uh, John Mitchell. Mitchell, which I thought about in the past. Because usually when I think of 45, the first, per- first person I think of was Jordan. Even which is hilarious. He only he wore did. it for half a, like. Not even half a season. Is it 12 is the jersey he wore one game? One game he wore 12, yeah. But he wore 45 the season that he came back from baseball. Mm-hmm. Right, like with like 12, I don't know, like very small amount of games left in the regular season. And he mm-hmm. wore 45. And I'm pretty sure he, he might have not even wore 45 in the playoffs that year. He might have switched it before the playoffs. I might be wrong on that. But they lost to the Magic, obviously, um, that year. But it, it like not like most people don't really count that when you're talking about as a year at all because people yeah. say he won six in a row yeah with the gap in between because people like forgot he came back well people don't forget they just don't really count it because he he like the only reason he came back was because he was sitting not playing baseball because the MLB was on a lockout so mm-hmm. he couldn't play baseball and he was like might as well just come play basketball again and he <laughs> just he just walked onto the court and like you know with twenty like. 15 games left in the season. And also the team was way worse than they were the year before or the year that he last year he played. And then because they went and got Rodman in that off season, right? Yeah. Before 96, Mm -hmm. before the start of that next season. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was before Steve Kerr got there too. Um, So it was just really Scotty and like Horace Grant was already gone. Horace Grant was on the magic, the team that knocked him out. Yep. Um, but yeah, and also I've heard it said, at least in the last dance documentary, they made a pretty big deal about like the shape you have to be in for baseball is so much different than basketball. Different. Like he was doing different things to train for baseball, like to get him more bulky and like it's less of like a you kind of want more body fat in a way in baseball, apparently, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and that's the opposite for basketball. Uh, so it was like a kind of it was kind of crazy how it, good he was at even though he was just like jumping into a season completely unprepared but um yeah he did look like not peak michael jordan in that 95 playoffs obviously and that was a really good magic team too with penny and shack um that eventually got swept in the finals against hakeem but uh yeah anyways the Celtics made their uh, X profile picture, the uh, NBA Paints Celtics picture. Their X profile picture? Twitter. Uh, why is it? Why did you say X? Oh, have you not seen this? No. At all? What are you talking no, about? Elon Musk is trying to rename it X. Just go to Twitter.com. Oh, I think I heard somebody refer. I didn't understand the reference, but I think I've. Oh. Why? Just because he's obsessed with the letter X? He's just, he's just, I don't know. He's just him. Interesting. 
Um, NBA Paint's been re- redesigning logos for every team in the Celtics one. Yeah. You think Threads is going to work? Is it going to... I don't have... I have... You haven't even got on it? No. Oh, I, I got on it, but I just... I never go on there. Like, I created my account. But... It seems so, like interesting, but it's just kind of weird because you need like social media. So much of the draw is people being on it. And when it's brand new, there's just not people on it. And so like, it feels weird to go on it. You know what I mean? You need people like to. Also, before we go, bald Derek White, prepare your bodies. Just Google that. Is that what you're. Oh, he's bald now. This isn't like a meme. Okay. We had so much. It sounds like we have so many things we could have talked about this episode that we just did. It was all Celtics garbage, but oh wow! No, prepare yourself. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, he committed. He is going to execute the NBA. Get MVP season loading. <laughs> is it because everybody Actually, made fun of his hairline? Is that why he did it? Yeah. Do you know? Yes, people have made fun of his hairline. Shaq and uh, Charles Barkley. Yeah, I know they did. Like, I was just wondering yeah. if that was the reason oh. why. I have no idea why he shaved his head, but I just know that Rob Williams is uh, going to be the offensive engine. So watch out for that. Um, the offensive engine is. He's, what you said? I know there was a video of him shooting threes, and he actually was like looked uh, like he was like comfortable shooting them. That's what and all like, non-shooters look like in summer videos. But get ready, because this is the first year he's not been injured and recovering from a surgery over the summer, and can actually work on his game over the summer. That's true, but. I've seen those videos from Andre Drummond, from Dwight Howard, from no, all. Watch like... him turn into Al Horford. Watch. <laughs> okay. But yeah. The the other thing, aliens are real. Did you see that? What? Yeah. Oh, you. So you. Okay. We both have things that the other person hasn't heard of. The there's this guy. I don't even know what his position was. But a some, U.S. whistleblower. Yeah. Like he. He's a. It's confirmed who like who he is. Like what his rank? He was in the Air Force or something like that. Like he was something real. Yeah, and Air he, Force intelligence officer. He under oath said that that like like you know he he has the threat of him going to prison. Obviously, if he's lying, if he lies. And they asked him some questions. He, he basically he said that the U.S. is in the U.S. government is in possession of alien aircrafts, at least some, and um. He said they also had the biologicals, his term, he said the biologicals from within the aircrafts. And they were like, you mean the pilots? And he was like, yes. And they were like, are the pilots not human? He was like, no, they were not human. (laughs) That's wild. Yeah. And the fact that it's just crazy because this is such a bomb of like craziness. But like people don't like people care. Care. But in, the, in a way, people don't really care. But at the same time, it's like, what would this is kind of what I feel like the actual reaction to this real news would be. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people are saying, like, the fact that nobody cares means nobody believes it. It's like, well, like what well, I, if, if what do you expect? Like, maybe, like, how would people actually react if there were aliens? Would we just can't com- do anything? Do I just start firing guns in the air and yeah. hope I hit them? If aliens were like rolling up. Like aggressively, I feel like people might act differently, but just knowledge that they exist. I feel like people just kind of still go about their lives. Like what else are you going to do? Also, I am convinced that aliens would be peaceful. 
Because in order to get an entire planet to believe and agree to like not have problems back at home, you would have to have reached some sort of like peaceful coexistence like in Star Trek. You know? That's true. Like to like, oh, we're gonna go explore space. Until there was some some big thing that overthrew all of that, and it's like a this, you know, like something <laughs> overtook the power that was eventually like that power developed. But, but then that power a, couldn't hold the whole planet again. Maybe. Depends on how powerful that power is. I feel like unless it's another alien, but then you would go to the further down the line. Unless aliens have the same problem as humans, like power makes them a little bit wubbly jubbly in the brain. Yeah. They don't think very well. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But it's uh For all we know, the UFOs they found were like same thing as like sending the Tesla thing to Mars. Like they maybe they're not like actually that like great of a uh, technologically advanced. Maybe yeah. they're just like, oh, we'll just send this out with some dudes in cryo sleep out there. Oh yeah, and uh, the fact like maybe it was, the f- I think they said pi. I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure because I heard secondhand. This I listened to a different podcast that talked about this. It was a different basketball podcast where they all started talking about this. There's actually two of them. They're, they they talked about this on the Bill Simmons podcast, but also on that Denver, the DNVR. Bill Simmons did an emergency episode for this. It was an emergency, I don't think. Well, but no, because talked... he would have been done because he like was taking off and through yeah, August. That was that was the episode that he he announced that at the beginning, in the second half of that episode. That he, that's where he talks about the alien stuff. And the okay, f- I have. I have 39 minutes left. Oh. Which in that episode. I don't think he maybe that the, the thing that I'm talking about hadn't happened yet when it, that Yeah, cuz it sounds like this happened on but they talk about something Thursday. Related. They talk about the oh, okay. woman on the plane that people are tr- connecting these things saying that that has to do with aliens. The woman on the plane have you, have you heard about that? Like the, this weird lady being like wanted to get off because there she's she was saying that another person on the plane wasn't real. She just kept saying that guy's not real. Very very aggressively, yeah. Yeah. And I I'm a little confused on what happened because the way that Bill Simmons described it, it sounded like the first thing he said was it was a pastor guy, like she she saw this pastor guy that nobody else could see. But then later he's saying that she kept saying that another, she was talking about another guy and saying that he wasn't real. So it makes it sound like the other people can see him, but I'm not So I'm not sure if she's like, Oh, there's this guy here. I see him, but he's not real, but nobody else can see. You know what I mean? Cause that would be even weirder. Uh, so I'm a little confused on the details, but apparently there's this woman trying to get off a plane because there's a guy that she says is not real. And either she can see him or either people can see him or the other people can't. Not sure. But the, uh, the theory out there is that this, which for those who don't know me at all, like I am not a conspiracy theories person. Like I shake my head at most of them and I think they're kind of dumb. Like our friend Anthony is very into, he has a lot of conspiracy theories (laughs) and I'm like, yeah, not I I don't know. And um not convinced by a lot of them. This one I'm not convinced by necessarily, but it's just interesting because I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? You don't um, think the Illuminati meets below the Denver airport? 
I yeah, that type of stuff. Not um, uh, not really convinced. But anyway, we land on the moon. Probably. <laughs> I think so. Especially I mean, if we have aliens, we for sure landed on the moon. Yeah. Exactly. But so, you know, this isn't like, I guess, confirmed that there are aliens out there. This guy definitely could be crazy or lying. But the fact that he's speaking under oath and it's a U.S. government official person, like it's it, it's more credence than zero. That's for sure. So anyways, that has been today's episode. Um. <laughs> Who knows how much of it will all be there. Yeah. This one might be a little bit of extra work. By the way, if you would like to award my friend Logan for all the work he does, go to patreon.com slash hoop theory. Also, buy him a coffee. Thank you. Peace. Wait. Sorry. Um, the other thing is, I forgot, needed to shout out somebody who, this is funny. You'll think this story is funny. There's this kid on, on TikTok that keeps DMing me. He's been talking to me a lot. His name is Yeet Tweezy. And because uh, he like he really likes the rapper Yeet. But his profile picture is LaMelo Ball. Anyways, he was wanting to come on the podcast. And I was like, I was telling him, probably not. And uh, why not? That'd be awesome. I I just, would you want that? I guess I could run it by you. He's 12. We can talk about it later. Well, he's actually a kid. He's 13. Oh, no, this is a bad idea. No, that's a bad idea. Yeah. He's a kid. <laughs> but uh, that's most of the people on TikTok, by the way, that interact with us are that age. Oh, cool. Like, because it's TikTok. But <laughs> um, anyways, he uh, he wanted me to shout him out at the very least on, yeah. on the tweezy? podcast. Yeah, Yeet Tweezy. So I'm shouting Yeet him out. Yeet Tweezy? I'll tell you this, Yeet Tweezy. I will get a t-shirt that has your name on it. If the Boston Celtics win the 2020 or what's it, whatever his favorite team is, it didn't have to be the Celtics. Uh, I think it's the Hornets. He likes the Hornets. Or did you just like LaMelo Ball? He likes LaMelo, but no he, one actually likes the Hornets. I'm he's rooting I'm for he, his. I look at his account, all of his videos are about like Hornets jerseys or like it's a lot of Hornets stuff. So like, I think like a, he might like be what a, kind of Hornets, like Chris Paul Hornets? No, like now. So I like now Hornets. I feel like he's probably a Lamelo fan that followed he's, to Charlotte. He's either a Charlotte fan that just really loves Lamelo, or he's a Lamelo fan and therefore is cheering for the Hornets. What if he's like a crazy big Michael Jordan fan and is just ride or die whatever Michael Jordan does? He did. He did tell me in DMs that he has MJ over Braun. So he just left. Jacob <laughs> just left. Um. All right.